Hi guys, it's Graham here from the podcast. Just before the podcast starts, I just want to let you know what we think. So we really appreciate every single listen that we get and we, we're doing our best. You never ever charge for anything. But we have signed up over at buymeacoffee.com forward slash EAW podcast. So there's no subscription. It's a one-time thing. You can do it at your leisure. But basically, if you want, you can gift us the price of a cup of coffee. So if you would buy us a cup of coffee, for, for listening to the podcast it's a way to do it now we would never no not a case we would never but we, we're trying our best never not demonetize but there is running costs obviously there's time there's one to help guys to give up a lot of their free time and stuff they get better mics and better quality stuff and have more time to put out better quality content now listen if you don't want to do that that is more than okay honestly we hope that you just keep enjoying the free content and and just supporting the podcast for your lessons because it really does help. We absolutely love doing it and we appreciate every lesson, every bit of feedback and everything going. So if you want, you'll find the link on our Twitter. It's pinned or on our link tree. It should be in there too. So it's www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash EAW podcast. Thank you and I hope you enjoy the podcast. Welcome to the Everton Army podcast. My name is John. I'm joined by Dave and Paul. And um, I'm just going to talk about our 1-0 loss to Wolves this afternoon. Um, before this game, we have never lost three opening games without scoring a goal in our entire history. And Sean Dyche officially becomes the first Blues manager since 1990 to lose all three of his opening league games. Um, dire, absolutely dire. And I was looking forward to this because I saw the lineup about 40 minutes before the game and I was buzzing. You know, we got Branthwaite in there, we got Dobbin start, we had Dan Juman up top. It was looking nice, the positive signs were there. Branthwaite didn't put a foot wrong all game. I thought he was sensational. We even got to see Chimiti as well towards the end. But despite all the pre match optimism, Paul, um, you know, you're the same, mate. You, you went today and. You, of course, looking at the lineup, you're going to be feeling better. You know, you're going to be a bit upbeat. But then, what happened, mate? What went wrong? Yeah, it, yeah, you're right. Felt upbeat seeing the lineup, but Antway coming in, um, Dobbin even. You know what I mean? And I know Dobbin's roar and stuff like that. But just give you a little bit of a fresh, fresher outlook on the team. I think just look a little bit more lively on paper. But it was a carbon copy of the Fulham game, John. So you know, we huffed and puffed. Yeah, we had chances, but. I think we were just saying just just before we started the pod that it's I've come to the realization now that these players are very 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 average and I, I might be stating the obvious here, but I think you're living mm. a little bit of hope, don't you? It's new season and stuff like that. But mate, the, there's no there's no technical ability there. There's no real quality. They, 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 they tap the ball around at the halfway line, get in now and again, a few crosses in. Yeah, but you know. It was the Dan Juma effort that hit the post. Uh, from where I said yeah. that it's the other end. So the first half was a carbon copy of the Fulham game. Just had a little go, stuff like that. But you're coming down to yeah. the quality bits now. And that's what separates the good from the bad, John, doesn't it? So you see mm. a little bit of class. And I was looking at their wings as well. So they have like that Semedo at Dobbin in his back yeah. pocket all game. Classy little player. Neto, loads of pace. Busy all game. They had that eight nori at left back, cracking little player. Mm. I really like eight nori. He's really, really good. I uh, and Bueno on the left wing. You had a go yeah. on that, but you just had the nice touches that you'd expect from those players with a little bit of again, I'll use the word technical ability. Our players just yeah. lack it, mate. 
Because come to the realisation that our players ju- just are average players. They yeah. really are. You've got to admit it now. These players are not going to tear up a team. They're not going to. Um, mm. Yeah, OK, but the team might have an off day or whatever. You've seen us huff and puff there today. There's yeah. no end product. There's no There's no clinical striker there. There's no nobody in the midfield who can grab the ball, pick out a pass mm. or drive at, the, at their defence through the middle. It comes backwards. It goes to back to the centre half. It comes back to defence. Goes back out again. The same old laboured stuff, John and uh, yeah, yeah. For me, mate, and I've I've looked at it today and thought, this is what we've got. All right, if they pull a few rabbits out of the hat, stands for a deadline, great. But if we're looking at a season with these players, and I know we've got some injured players to come back, but hmm. yeah, you, you can't polish a turd, mate. Let's be honest, and that's the way I'm looking yeah. at it now. And if, if Calvert Lewin comes back, Jack, you know, Harrison and, and McNeil comes back, and obviously we do miss him. Yeah, mm. brilliant. But nah, mate, for me, I'm looking at these bunch of players now. And if this is what we've got for the next few games, then zero points and zero goals tells its own story for me. They're very poor, yeah. mate. Definitely, mate. Um, yeah, squad full of shit, honestly. Um, despite the huffing and puffing and, and all the running around in the world, uh, Dave, does. Does Dice need to hold some of the blame there for this one? It's a carbon copy of the Fulham game, isn't it? Yeah, I definitely think so. Um, the one tactical change for me, and um, to be fair, I, I was coaching in the first half, so I really only uh, was able to – actually, I was coaching for the first half of the first half, so I was really only able to, <laughs> to watch the second half, to be fair. But um, yeah. the, the, the one tactical change was we were, we were so narrow – we are so narrow, mm. um, especially when we are getting into the final third, looking to enter the final third. And there's just no width in that team. And obviously, naturally, you're not going to have width, with, you know, traditional width when Garner's playing wide right. And yeah. I actually think Patterson probably did a good job of young in terms of taking up that width. But nonetheless, all Dan Juma needed to do there was just pin the fullback and take down that mm. tomato who was on. He, he was on a booking for that whole entire second half, I believe. And all you need yep. to do in that case is just pin the fullback, take him on a few times. You know, one foul and yep. he's sent off. Wolves are down to 10 men. Um, mm. I think that Deitch needs to take uh, part of the blame. I think, listen, you know, I'm not I'm not going to die on his hill. I think that he has serious limitations. And I think that mm. those limitations are um, probably the word I'd be looking for is hyper-exaggerated with this Everton squad. Um, yeah. And and I think he he should definitely be taking some of the blame. As should the board. As should, I, I mean, listen. I think the recruitment has been okay. I still don't think it's enough. Hopefully, we get this Beto over the line. We're looking at Sulemana. Yeah. I definitely think we need Beto and another another wide player in. Just somebody who has a final ball. And Paul, to kind of echo on your point in terms of Wolves having those technical players. They have those technical players in key moments of the game. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's the 86th, 87th minute when Neto picks up that ball and they stick some kid on who, you know, for all I like to pride myself on knowledge of just knowing random players. But I had no clue who that Wolf <laughs> center forward is. But it's it's <laughs> it's clear direction. Right. It's Neto. When you get that, when you pick up that ball, look to put it on this kid's head. And they do. And they, they have quality in their service. And, you know, that's why I was saying to you before, like, I think we definitely miss Mc. McNeil I think we definitely missed Dwight McNeil in terms of service from set pieces in terms of yeah. what he can provide for a final ball particularly in transitional moments so 
Listen, I, I think it's quite clear that the same problems are persistent, and, and I'm beginning to kind of look at the three games in a whole, and, and, I, and I do think Villa was obviously the worst of them last weekend. But like you said, carbon copy of the Fulham game, and I, I, I do think Deitch needs to take some blame. I think why, – why, why put Michael Keane and Tom Cannon up there with, with five minutes to go? I mean, if, if, yeah. you're, if you're if you're going to do it, do it in in the 80th minute or do it right after that goal get, goes in, in the 87th yeah. minute. If you're going to die on your sword, die on your sword early. At that point mm-hmm. in time, Evertonians, we don't care if we lose 1-0 or 2-0. But, I mean, you've got to make the changes earlier. And, um, you know, like I said, I, I'm, I'm trying to remain optimistic. I, I won't go into all oh, the we're, we're going down shouts yet. I think I'll wait until I see what these new sign-ins and, and when McNeil comes into the squad and when Harrison comes into the squad and hopefully, you know, we get this battle over the line. Well, what can we do with these players? But, yeah, I think I would I would put a, an amount of blame on Deitch. I don't think it's all on him, but I think you're definitely seeing his, his limitations with – excuse me as I use limited and limitations – Yep. four times yeah. here but you're seeing his limitations with a limited squad that is a mm. limited squad due to the limited availability due to injuries you know so um yeah, yeah i mean listen I, I i know you're a little bit more vigorous than me in terms of calling for his head i think that, that i think that the, but you know as as our members of the pod which is fine and i'm not gonna die on this dice show like i said i think the limitations are there and the best will finish at this rate is, is 15th, 16th, 17th again. But um, I think the blame does have to lie with some of these players again, too. I mean, I, we've, we've, I, I hate to be a nerd and, and I don't die in this hole, but I mean, we've won the XG again. If, if we're creating one and a half XG and I think Fulham, it was, it was over two. Villa is a different story, obviously, but he, hmm. you've got to be putting the ball in the back of the net. You got to be looking at the players too, which I agree with Paul on, um, on that bit. Yeah, we had. I mean, we had the chances to do it. You know, um, Dan Juma had a couple of chances himself, and he couldn't finish his tee. Honestly, I think he's really <laughs> poor in front of goal. Um, he had a couple of one-on-ones. There was a one-on-one, and, and he was offside at the end of it, but he didn't know that. You've just got to stick the ball in the net, and I think he just hit it straight at Saar, and then he kind of saves it onto the post. You've got to be finishing that. And there was another one. Patterson floated a really nice ball into the box, and and he was on his own, Dan Juma, and he kind of scuffed at the volley and put it wide. You've got to put that in the net. That's a that's a nice chance. Um, can I can yeah, I say so there, John, that, on, that, save, that save from Jose Sa, I don't think you see that anywhere else in the sport except for at Goodison Park for the opposition yeah. goalkeeper. I mean, <laughs> it's a prime big one. I, I put save. my hand up. I mean, that was an unreal save, to be honest. Mm. Um, but you know, I don't want to be giving them too much credit. Obviously, I, I don't think they were anything special either. But like we said, you know, moments of quality and key moments of the game when it's nil-nil, do you have somebody to mm. just whip a quality ball in and break the deadlock? Um, but, yeah, unreal save that, got to say. Yeah, every yeah. goalkeeper just turns into prime buff on. It's fucking stupid. Like, I'm getting <laughs> sick of it now. Um, you know, we, and, and the thing is, like, there was no kind of creativity moving forward. Every attack that we had was was just broken. Uh, there was no fluidity. Um, it was just kind of bobbling around in hopes that we'd just kind of get the off chance to just hit the back of someone's shin or something or whatever. 
Um, yeah, they're just labouring through the game, John. Mate, honestly, you, yeah. you can see it, and you know, I think this is for me. It is the it's the culmination of of eroding your quality in your squad over the last three years. Since it's really yeah. bitten down at FFP, mate, we've had to sacrifice pretty much anyone who was half decent, and then you're left yeah. with the shite at the end, aren't you? You know, mm-hmm. it, you know, you you're left with the like the, the, the offcuts of you know a squad really, and then you're pinning your hopes on lads like Garner. You know, playing that yeah. he'll play well. He, he he just mixed in. Even he had a go playing on the mm-hmm. right wing. I think the Corey from where I was sitting, the Corey looked like he floats out to the right wing initially. Um, yeah. Garner come inside, but mate, there's there's no quality there. There, there isn't any. I'm saying this to the lads. If you look at that pitch now, just analyze the game now. There's no quality on the pitch. They get the ball in the middle, they just push it wide, comes back to the middle, mm. they push it wide, or they go backwards, mate. That's the play. There's no there's yep. no patterns. There's no like proper transitions. I think we maybe did one in the first half. But the rest of it, mate, mm. just lump a ball in the box and you're not even aiming for a ball, just lump it in. Um yeah. special shout out for Ashley Young as well, his crossing today was absolutely abysmal. Um it felt like every single corner went straight into the goalie's hands. Um, mm. Yeah, it, yeah it did. it's sad to see. And I think everyone had a realisation today. Yeah, those injured players come back. Can't wait, they really can't. But you're looking at what we've got now going into another game. And if that's what we've mm. got, mate, Sheffield United will probably get there. I don't know, I, I can't. I, did they play tomorrow, do they? I think I, can't, I haven't caught up with the results today. But, you know, if they go into it with no points, then they'll be looking at going, well, We'll definitely have three points against this lot, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, 100%. Yeah. Sad yeah, times, mate. Just embarrassing. Sad times. Yeah. I think uh, it really Paul, is. They, they play City away or at home, uh, but they do play City. So, unlikely mm. that they'll get points. So, you create another desperate match in terms of who, who can get <laughs> yeah. points on the board first, like it was today. And this time it's away from yeah. home. So, We'll definitely have our challenges next week, but I think I wanted to echo in terms of quality and uh, to kind of build on. You know, I'm not getting my spatula out to beat Deitch today, but um, I am. We we <laughs> fair <laughs> enough, John. I'll pass it over to you then. But I don't think this Everton squad and the system in which they play it it is it is very old school, which you know I thought would be enough to at least get points on the board this stage and. And like I said, I'm not panic stations yet. Um, mm. As as I mean, we had we had one points from the opening, one point from the opening three matches last season, did we? Right. Yeah. It was right. Chelsea, uh, somebody away from home. Chelsea Villa yeah. and Forest. Right. We we had one. Yeah. One one point. So I'm not I'm not panic stations yet. There's still 105 points to play for there. But nonetheless, I the point I was going to make is I think that. We never create high quality chances. I mean, no. It's it's put the ball in the box. You're never seeing a fullback or a winger get around the back. And I think the one was was ruled out for offsides, kind of getting a ball in behind their back four. I haven't seen Everton mm-hmm. score a goal like that since Crystal Palace away. Coleman did Calvert Lewin in the COVID year, but nonetheless, yeah. th- that's where those limitations are. Is okay, we're creating a lot of chances, but to me. They're not high quality enough. They're not high percentage no, chances no. that we're creating that are just cutbacks from the byline. And and I always say this, and I'm sure I've said it on a podcast before because I, I always say it to my one pal. I'm saying Everton's service is always from the touchline. It's never from the byline. 
And what I mean by that is it's always deep crosses from the half space or wide areas that are at the top of the final third. It's never anything where you're looking at it and we're getting the ball to the byline like you see so many teams do and just cutting it back. You know, so yeah, I think that I think that Dice needs to evolve somehow, some way, and yeah, get away from his limitations because I I don't want to you know, fan on about another team here. But, I mean, you're seeing it with Spurs three games in. I watched them play United, and I watched them a bit this morning in terms of, um, I mean, you know, Ange Postacoglu is somebody ever and should have gone for it, nudge, nudge. But, mm. I mean, you're, you're seeing it. He's he's taken unproven players, and I don't think that Deitch's way of playing necessarily inspires. He's got to get back to that blueprint of, Arsenal at home last season, and he's got to get back mm-hmm. to that blueprint of of Brighton away to try and inspire these players a little bit more to to take their chances and create higher quality tra- chances, whether that be in transition or you know whether that be just you know getting the byline and getting the ball in the box, getting quality service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's predictable it's football. It's predictable. Yeah, they, mm-hmm. you could just sit there. Their defense sat there all game, all right, apart from the odd chance. You know, when they, they were comfortable, weren't they? Really. I, I don't mm. think at any point, even when he was throwing people on at the end, I had no point that I think we were going to score. And I'm, I'm not being, yeah. you know, just like miserable because we've lost and stuff like that or downplaying the team. I'm not. I think it's just a realisation that you look at these players, man for man, that are on that field today and you analyse them and, and they're not very good footballers. <laughs> you know, they're no. not. They're very, very li- They're limited. They're very, very limited. And it does smack. And I, I will go there on the relegation. You know, zero points, zero goals. I'm not looking like really winning a game, um, or seeing a game out. We're not capable of seeing a game out if we'd have gone one nil up. Um, yeah. You know that's the that's the problem, lads, and you can see this coming now. With that ingrained in Everton the way they are, you can see these things coming. You don't have to, you know, sort of overanalyze things. I think our experience of being tortured Evertonians tells you that. (laughs) You look at it and go. We won't do nothing here today. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah no, we were buoyed by... played another 90 minutes. We could have, John. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, we were, we were buoyed by Keane being dropped. And, and Brantwaite, probably my man of the match uh, from the Everton yeah. team. I, I give him it. Um, mm. But in reality, mate, I'm looking at 11 very, very average players. You know, you're, you're asking a 39-year-old to all of a sudden become like prime crap if he's not. Do you know what I mean? Mm. He's just not. He's he's past those days. Um, yeah. He's going to be a good stopgap, but we're asking him to play. He's played every minute of the of the three games now, hasn't he? Yep. Yeah. It's quite shocking, yeah, mate, backwards. isn't it? Really it's backwards. Yeah. Everything's just like it's. And I'll I'll I don't know whether this is the right way to put it, but it it feels to me like I'm watching caveman football. Like it's just Sunday league stuff. Yeah. Um. There's no like creativity. There's no fluidity. There's no. Um, you know, nice little triangle passes. There's nothing, and every every attack is just kind of basic, predictable, slow. The, yep. the other team knows what we're going to do. We could have played another ninety minutes there. We wouldn't have created anything. Um, and when you when you Absolutely. go back to you know, um, whipping in deep crosses, that's like that's a that's a an option that you shouldn't be doing because you should have more creative options than that first. And if those don't come off, you pull it back quick and whip in a a, a cross from deep, but we're just relying on that too much. Like nobody's willing to to break lines or run in behind the shoulder of a defender or anything. There's, 
there's nothing and, and, and again this just comes back to coaching you, you know you, you can run as much as you want but running through brick walls and people can say well we were unlucky this game we were unlucky at the phone game you make your own luck and that's the way it is in football and we're not making our own luck everything's just we're making it so hard on ourselves Branthwaite came in and, and as you said mate he was, he was sensational he didn't put a foot wrong all game um, Tarkowski can fuck off because he's been chatting shit all weekend he comes out and lets that fella slot in after two years out of doing his ACL or whatever it is um, honestly <laughs> is that his first goal for Wolves John was it yeah I think it is mate yeah honestly <laughs> why do we do it like you know two minutes he came on and, and he's just slotting in a header like just with ease shocking um, Pickford saved us a few times there he, he had some fantastic saves but again the warning signs were there from early on in the second half and yeah. we just let it happen like you know at no point you can huff and puff, but you're never going to blow the house down. You're not going to blow a candle out on a cake. You can huff and puff as much as you like, but Wolves never get out of first gear while we're huffing and puffing. And as soon as they yeah. do get out of first gear, we're in trouble. You know what I mean? Yeah, so absolutely, it's just it's shocking. And and again, I, I'll I'll be honest, mate. I didn't want Dice to stay on after he kept us up, and and I'm looking at it now, thinking, what's he what's he got to give? Because if this is all it's going to be. It doesn't matter how many strikers you bring in because he doesn't know how to use them. He doesn't know what he's got like. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's absolutely. Just he's a caveman, and and that's the best way you can describe him. Um, it, yeah. I, I, I think that's, I think that's fair to say, John. I think it's fair to question him. Let me just get that. But I do think he's he's limited. He he needs a center forward like Calvert Lewin. He does. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look yeah. you you look at his two best performances or matches as as Everton manager it it, in, it includes Calvert-Lewin in both of those Arsenal at home Brighton away right yeah I think that's where you see his limitations and that's where I, if if I'm being optimistic which I'll tell you what Everton are really challenging me this 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 August <laughs> into September here but um I think Chemridi looked good and to see a 19 year old mm. kid tell his center back put the ball on my chest um yep. I, I can't remember if he said that to Tarkovsky or or um Branthwaite it'd be much better if he told a senior captain uh in Tarkovsky yep. to put the ball on his chest um but it's refreshing to see right and I just hope that this this Beto is as close as you could get to to Calvert-Lewin or, or at least a target man center forward because I think that's where the 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 over-reliance in Dice's system is um, he's not he's not very adaptable in terms of that. He he thinks um he thinks you know I need a target man in there to be able to play the style that he's playing. So that's what that's yeah. what I mean in terms of I I also blame the recruitment team and mm. the owners the ownership obviously is always going to get it off of me. But to not have a target man in and fit yep. and ready to play for the mm-hmm. for those first three games. Somebody is to blame, or everybody is to blame there. Whether it's Deitch yeah. not effectively communicating to the recruitment team, who effectively communicated to to the board, who effectively communicated communicated to the financial team, whoever it may be, it, there are multiple mm-hmm. people at blame there. And I just want to echo. I think that the criticism is fair because yet again, Everton have a limited manager. Yeah, I also think that there's other people to blame in terms of not being able to cater to those limitations, you know, mm. and and that's why I'm saying. And 
I'm optimistic in terms of Branthwaite was excellent today. And I don't think there's any way, shape, or form, not even in Dyche's wildest fantasy, that Keen comes back into that side. Um, mm. Not to say I wouldn't be surprised, Jesus Christ. But um, <laughs> I think he came on he did, which is a joke. That's you, you. You have to say that's that's a joke to be able to to be doing that with a minute to go. What's the point? Um, mm. <laughs> and I think that that's that's a positive I'm taking as Branthwaite, but and as well as Chimriti. I think he did he did okay um, in yeah. terms of holding the ball up and trying to get the ball on his chest and and everything like that. But um, I mean, Jesus, scraping the barrel a little bit there, you know, but. Just to echo my sentiment in terms of Deitch's system has its limitations. Why aren't we even playing to those limitations at, at the bare minimum in terms of our recruitment and and our sub team selection as well, which Deitch is responsible yeah. for? But hmm. yeah, I seen with this Beto deal. Um, apparently, we had it near enough done two weeks ago on the twelfth of August. So two weeks ago, why why are we wasting games at the start of a season? That's you know we, we've just unreal. lost nine points there. It's ridiculous. Nine no, by that is John. Drain. No goals. Go on, mate. John, that's because they've been waiting for Gray to go, mate. They probably haven't got the money to go. I, mm. I think it all hinges genuinely, mate, on on Damari Gray going. Yeah. So that that must probably. be close to getting sewn up, that mate. So um, yeah. Which which can I say? How ridiculous is that to not get him out the door before Fulham because you're scared he's going to score against us? Get him out the door yeah. and get whoever yeah. you want in. Because if you don't want him, don't be scared about him scoring about it, scoring against us. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's the mentality I just can't get behind. If you think he's not good enough, then get him out of your squad, sell him. Mm. I mean, it's 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 been before Fulham that he's been talked about going to Fulham. So the yeah. fact that now it's taken three weeks to get a player out the door screams incompetency on somebody's part, right? Yeah. Um. Does. Who, whatever party may be at fault, get him out the door and get who you want to get in. Whether it's Beto, whether it's Mono, whoever, you know. So, um, again, though, just I mean, frustrating overall. I mean, can't even get things right off the pitch, let alone on the pitch. So, yeah. Well, where, where would you go then, Dave? To say is, uh, would you would you say we're we're banging trouble already? Would you say like we're? we're I would say deep trouble. I, I would say the pressure is continuing to pile on, and as good as these performances are in the locker room, you, you got to be emphasizing something about results now. Um, mm. And to be saying that going in three games into the season is it's worrying. I'm, I'm not going to lie. It's, it's definitely worrying. And especially considering the start we had doesn't get yeah. any easier. Sheffield United away, any team in the Premier League is hard to play at a, in an away match. And then you're mm. talking about Arsenal at home and to be able to walk away from these three matches with not only zero points but zero goals, I, I think yeah. any any worry is is warranted. I'm just trying to keep my head on, and you know, I'm like I said, I'm turning pessimistic day by day, um, <laughs> especially as we don't get these players in, and especially as we have injured players on on the bench and not even not even on the bench, excuse me, not even yeah. in the squad. It's worrying. Um, but again, it, it's funny enough because we're pinning our hopes on players we haven't seen, and mm. we're pinning our hopes on players who were part of a, a squad who nearly got relegated last season, took it to the final yeah. day. So I think that that tells the the predicament within itself. And I, I know I might sound a little bit 
you know, contradicting myself, but I think that there are limitations and, and there are issues. And like I said, I'm not dying on the Daicho. I just think that he's, he's a byproduct of, of everything that's gone wrong in the past three years. Um, yeah. So. I, I would I would be worried, and 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 I understand the worry at this point in the season. I understand it. Mm. I've written, I've done, I've done nothing results wise to mm. say say otherwise, you know. So, yeah. absolutely, mate. Um, Andrew, you just joined us there. Uh, glad you could jump on. Actually, um, did you want to retort to something back there, mate? Uh yeah, I think Daesh being considered a counterpoint is very generous. I understand mm-hmm. the thought behind it because the board and leadership and, you know, everybody around the club is so inept. So I absolutely get that thought process. However, mm. I will say it again. The man had four wins out of 33, I believe, available at Burnley yep. when he got sacked. He took them 99.99% mm. of the way down on his own working in a yes. tight budget like he is with us. I think he campaigned on this. Like, I'm the guy for the job because I have done this before. I know what it's like at the bottom. I can get you through this. And it seems painfully obvious that he cannot. And I don't think that's mm. a byproduct. I think he's writing checks with his mouth that his ass cannot cash to borrow yeah, a very but, but, but Andrew, but he's, he's here because he was hired by the Everton board. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I mean by he's, he's a byproduct of it. But but mm. he is a byproduct of it. Do I think he's doing the best job he can? No. And I think he has his limitations, undoubtedly. And I think the ceiling for Everton, especially after these three games, is 15th, 16th. I think we're going to be in the mm. thick of it again, and we'll be lucky to be out of it come May. But I think yeah. that he's working with these limitations, and I think he is a limited manager. But I wouldn't blame him for taking the job. It's the biggest job he's ever going to get. As a matter of fact, I commend him for taking that job and thinking I could keep Everton up and take him into somewhere mid-table and stabilize them. Mm. If anybody's to blame for the hiring of him, it it would be the board. And again, I supplement that with I'm I'm going to blame the recruitment team and I'm going to blame the board and the finance team Mm. who can't sort out finances for a 30 million pound striker who, who, Mm. by the way, doesn't get in ahead of Calvert-Lewin, which is mad to say. So if Calvert-Lewin does by some miracle stay fit this season, you're paying 30 yeah. million pounds for somebody to sit on the bench, which th- there's positives and negatives to that. So who do you point the finger to? Well, I pointed to the recruitment team and the board yeah. and Mr. Kenwright, who's probably saying, oh, Beto, what a fantastic player. Why why, why don't you come along? Let, let's here, do me a favor and watch the first season of Coronation Street, and then we'll get you in for a medical. Okay? <laughs> yeah, absolutely, mate. Um, I, I do think we're banging in trouble. I really do. Um, I think it's it's so hard to play catch up, and you know, it was six goals down on the on the goal difference already. You know, and, and we've lost nine points there, and two of the games we should have won two out of three quite easily as well, convincingly. Um, Paul, I, I don't know if you share the same. Uh, Thoughts on that, mate, with smack banging it this season. I can't do another relegation fight, mate. I just haven't got it in me. So I've seen this movie before, mate, haven't we? I can mm. Jesus. It's not new. That that's why if you the, the point I'm sort of hanging on is when you start when you look at the quality that you lose, Leeds did it. Remember when Leeds had that massive high against the European Cup semi-finals? Yeah. And then their frivolous spend and caught up with them, and they were in the Champions League. 
They started yeah. to sell players. They didn't replace them. The budgets were slashed. The club was in turmoil. They dropped to Division 2 or the old mm. sort of like Division 3. And then they built themselves back up. Same's happened mm. to, to, to Manchester City. Probably not so much with the spending, but you see big clubs go down there and, and to get back out is horrendous. But you can see the pattern. Villa, he spent, I don't know how many seasons Villa spent down the championship. Five, maybe six. Yeah. But mm. you've seen them losing the players under Martin O'Neill. They spent a lot of money. And then when they started dropping down a bit, they were selling off, selling off, selling off. The squad eroded. The quality wasn't there. They started going through managers, like your Alec McLeishers, coming yeah. down to what we've got now with Dyche, mate. And you can see your quality levels come down, don't they, naturally? Mm. you got a, you yeah. got a, you got a, a subpar squad. Okay, we've got some injuries. But now we're coming down in the quality of manager as well. My God, mate, we've gone from Ancelotti down to Sean Dyche. Yeah, it's it's levels, isn't it, mate? For me, I'm looking at mm. it now in terms of I can see the trajectory that this club's on now. It clearly, I always used to think now we'll scrap through it, the fans will get us through it, we'll do this, mm. we'll do that, we'll bring through another kid. We'll, we'll you know, it's Everton Football Club, but now I'm looking at it this season and it's three games, but I'm seeing a rapid, rapid decline in quality, and it, yeah. it's it's quite scary, but. You can see it, mate. It's clearly there on the pitch. And you're looking at and again, the level of managers come down with that level of player. It's 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 gone hand mm. in hand. The players that we're looking at now are, are, are very low down. You know it. And I don't blame any players now if they if Everton were in for them anyway, to choose a different path for the career. I, yeah. I get that. Um mm. you know, you've got to look at the manager you're working under. Do, do you fit in with that? Is it gonna be is it going to set a path for you to move on to bigger and better things? You know, unfortunately, we've yeah. always looked at ourselves as a bit of a stepping stone club. And when mm. we lost that, and then we, we we tried to hit the heights and the frivolous and misspent money went all over the place and the wages, which yeah. we're still trying to bring down the wage budget. So, mate, yeah, seen this movie before, but this time I'm looking at it and it's like, you get that quality, like, first film, mm. don't you? Like, Rocky was amazing. Then when you got to the sixth, seventh <laughs> movie, you're going, oh, this is shit now. <laughs> know mm. what I mean? I don't feel like that with yeah. him. Do you know what I mean? I'm looking at it going, yeah, we're at a point now where I realise that we, we really are poor from top to bottom. And Dice yeah. is the fall guy, isn't he? Yeah. He, he is. But uh, like I said, he has his limitations and he needs to realise the problem that is in this club. And, and I think it comes down to as simple as we don't score enough goals. We scored 34 yep. goals last season. 34 mm-hmm. goals last season, which is had to be close to a record low in terms of Premier League teams who stayed up in terms of yep. Premier in terms of Premier League for Everton. It it needs to be solved somehow, some way. And I don't mm-hmm. think it's it's simply Beto goes in that side or Chemridi goes in that side or Harrison goes in that side or McNeil goes in that side. It needs to be more we need to see an evolution in terms of in terms of the playing style and if it's if it's up at if it's up in adam and it's it's get the ball into a center forward who can can win the first ball and you win second balls and get the runners in behind then that's fine and dandy but let's let's go and let's do that let's let's sign a center forward before the season starts who can go ahead and and win first balls right mm. and and yep. again, this is I the think guy with, that um, celebrates one nil wins. Talked about it extensively, famously in an interview. It's like those are the best. That's what he like, goes I mean, for. That's I, his I, fucking dream. 
Andrew, so does Sir Alex Ferguson, who won two Champions Leagues and 13 Premier League titles. Alex he talks Ferguson about how... had the refs. We won't. But he, ta- he talks about how important 1-0 wins are. I mean, yeah. there's, there's but, nothing but even, wrong even that, like... I'd have taken a 1-0 win today. Oh, yeah, all yeah. Day, yeah. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> even that, like, you know, we're not even getting that, are we? This is something that Dice... You know, we thought we were getting from him, uh, and we're leaking goals. We're minus six now on the goal difference, which you know, which, which I think is is very valid, John. And, and I don't think you're going to see a positive goal difference this season. Like I said, I mm. I pray to God that we fix some of these problems, and, but yeah. I need to see a little bit more of an instance from everybody. Uh, mm. That's where I think the same the same problems exist as they did at the start of last season. Um, yeah, you know, definitely. So. I mean, I, I I think nothing's changed, and uh, like I said, I think a, a lot of people are are to blame there in terms of the yeah. the system isn't the system isn't inspiring. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the players aren't inspiring. The manager's not inspiring. Um, it's yet to be seen if the recruitment's inspiring. The board, yep. certainly are. Whatever the Anton, whatever the opposite of of inspiring is, that's what this board are. Um, <laughs> yeah, definitely. So um, well, the good news and, is, and may I say, for the goal on, that, uh, for the goal that that Everton conceded today, that we conceded, I I don't know what Pickford's doing, and I certainly don't know what Tarkovsky's doing, and I know Patterson is mm. a little bit to blame, but I look to to senior players in the back line when um when that goal yeah. goes in, I've got to say, looking Shocking at that from Tarkovsky. Yeah, what did, what did they do, lads? Because I I couldn't see properly from where I was. What what was it? Was it, it was just... it was it was simple. It was. It was horrible from I think it was Young, who half stuck, who half slow to get out to the ball, half stuck mm-hmm. up a leg, like he was like he was doing some type of warm up where where you're bringing out the side kicks, and yeah. the service was good and it was in the six yard box or near and around the six yard box high enough for Pickford to come out and at least try and get a glove on it, and yep. the center forward just peeled off Tarkovsky's blind side and just nice yep. easy flick and Patterson tried to come in and didn't even jump so. Again, yeah, I, I, I don't I don't think this team is is really defensively sound either, if I'm being honest. Um no. I, I don't think they deal with, with simple things and I think there's been an improvement in transition, but not drastically enough in terms of transitioning from attack to defense. Um yeah, and definitely. yeah, I mean I think I think that's gotta be the bread and butter. Uh, uh there's definitely issues there on that the other goal side. Of the ball. As well. Pickford's got to come out, and, and we've seen numerous times already this season the goalkeepers, you know, getting the benefit of the doubt, or whatever the case may be, or not getting the benefit of the doubt. He's just got to come out and just try and smash into the play and hope that he get a foul. Do you know what I mean? And 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 talk out. Yeah. is I don't know what the hell he's doing. He's he's got a he's got a few minutes right to see that ball being floated over because it was, it was I think it was Pedro Neto who floated it over to him. Um, and he lets the defender get the other side of him. What's he doing? Like in front of him. That's shocking defending that. Um, but, you know, the good news, I suppose, is Alan Myers had just tweeted there, um, easy striker better will travel to Merseyside tonight ahead of a medical this weekend after Director of Football Kevin Thelwell agreed a deal. Um, and also the bubble confirms that Kevin Thelwell has confirmed Everton here today had a bit accepted for Udinese striker Beto in a deal worth around $30 million. So it's interesting that Kelvin Thelwell is making these moves and he is the one doing the negotiation. Unlike, um, well, you know, that'll, that'll be good to see him uh, announce at halftime next uh, next weekend when we're down 2-0 to Sheffield United. That'll be good to see him announce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's quite oh, often, mate. It's, it's awful. 
it's shocking. But again, you know, apparently this has been done since the twelfth. So why, why now? Like we're just throwing away games, and we need them. We need the points on the board. You know, like I said, you know, it's um, the first time in our entire history that we've um, lost all three games and haven't scored a single goal. So yeah. worrying times, mate. Worrying times. Um, it's a bit fifth. That really yeah. is a bit fifth. That. Yeah, it really is. But so, that um, made that. Yeah, there's not much more to say. You know, it's just a lot of huffing and puffing and just running around like, you know, Sunday league team and just saying like you need to do the sprints, do the hard yards. That's all I keep saying, do the hard yards. I'm fucking sick of hearing it. There's no, like, creativity. There's nothing. There's no, um, you know, other players, other managers are playing chess while he's fucking playing tiddlywinks. Do you know what I mean? It's so basic, <laughs> like. You really yeah, yeah. like um, <laughs> I think I think he does have to straight, I, I mean, which is, hard because he, he doesn't seem like the type he, he does seem stubborn I think he needs to stray aw- away from his principles a little bit and I did think we saw it in the relegation fight a little bit last year when we were when we were scoring mm-hmm. a few more goals it's just encouraged the team to to die for that first goal and just start start committing more numbers forward I mean you could see it in the fullbacks alone Patterson is the only one who takes up that space young is was never taken up that space today but yeah again I think that that simple tactical change as well. Just Dan Juma should have been hugging the touchline and pinning that fullback from yep. from the moment he was he was drifting out wide uh, from the mm. moment Chemery came on, which was <laughs> thirty five minutes to play from that moment in time. So, um, yep. but same same old. I mean the the issues have been staring us in the eyes now for three seasons now, mate. So if if we don't change, we'll pay the price. I mean, first time you're lucky. Second time, you're extremely lucky. Third time, <laughs> the luck runs Doesn't out. Doesn't happen somewhere. the third time. No, Doesn't happen yeah. the third time. So, yeah. Um, it, 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 wasn't, it wasn't a shock. It wasn't a shock, lads. It really wasn't. No, no, no. no. It wasn't. It hurts. It, it hurts like every defeat, but it's certainly not a shock. As I say, we are lacking in, in serious quality. There really is a mm. golfing quality there. Even so, well, teams like Wolves and Fulham and stuff like that, they can pull something out the ass. Ours is just laboured. It's like we're dragging the ball into the goal, honestly. It feels like that. Yeah. So, mm. um, yeah, I there's think a severe lack of quality. That's, yeah. that's the worrying thing, Paul, is that that Wolves side who turned up there today, <laughs> I'm not I'm not convinced that they'll be anywhere out of trouble in terms of the season. I think they'll be right in the thick of it. I think that's one of the worst teams you're going to yeah. play at home that just turned up to Goodison Park there today and took three points yeah. off us. So yeah. I think in terms of if we do want to get to safety by by May or, or you know, not taking it to the final game, whatever it may be, getting to the 40-point 40 40 mark by May, massive improvements need to be made by by the players in that squad and, and Sean Deitch mm-hmm. and, and the management team and, and, and everybody really. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, agreed. Need to Definitely. do a lot more. Yeah. Um, Dreadful right, from Sheffield. Anyway. Horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sheffield next weekend. We desperately need points and goals on the board. Um, the more it goes on, the more, you know, the more that I'm just going to be, uh, I don't know, I haven't slept since the season started, let's put it that way, because I'm dreading relegation already. So, I don't know, just fuck this club, honestly. Um, lads, <laughs> appreciate your time, and uh, catch you in the next one. Evan, are we?
that's it for this episode thank you for listening to the Everton Aren't We podcast if you like what you've heard then please share it with your blue friends and family and maybe even Evertonians you just meet in the street don't forget to rate subscribe and review the show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify it really does help us you can always catch us on Twitter by searching EAW Podcast and if you've anything else you'd like to discuss you can reach us via email at the EAWpodcast at gmail.com.